0: Hey everyone, welcome to Mass Struggle. Today we're going to continue our Mass Line in the American Revolutionary Movement series where we read a chapter uh, and we either comment throughout or we offer some reflection or summarization points at the end. Today the reading is seven to eight minutes where I'm going to read the whole way through and then I will meet you on the end for uh, uh, some reflection points. All right. And then I think we'll just go ahead and dive right in. Chapter 6. Have faith in the masses. Quote, I am the people, the mob, the crowd, the mass. Do you know that all the great work of the world is done through me? End quote. Carl Sandburg. One of Mao's frequent exhortations to the members of the Communist Party of China, back when it really was a Communist Party, was to, quote, have faith in the in the masses, end quote. He expressed this in the strongest terms. Quote, "...firm faith in the majority of the masses, and first and foremost, in the majority of the basic masses, the workers and peasants, this is our fundamental point of departure." End quote. Mao not only expressed this view constantly, but consistently demonstrated it in practice, over the course of his lifelong revolutionary activity, but what exactly does this phrase, faith in the masses, mean? Faith is a word with several ordinary meanings. In religious discourse, it generally refers to the acceptance of various points of dogma, such as the existence of God, or the authority of the Bible as God's word, despite the absence of rational reasons for doing so, or Even in the face of rational reasons, to the contrary. As Martin Luther insisted, faith must trample underfoot all reason, sense and understanding. However, in many other contexts, faith is by no means an irrational concept. If you have a close buddy who has repeatedly come to your aid when you needed help, it makes perfectly good, rational sense to have faith in such a person. Indeed, it would be irrational not to have this kind of faith. It is this rational faith we are speaking of in reference to the masses. As the RCP expressed it, The mass line means, first of all, relying on the masses of people in the struggle, or, as is sometimes said, having faith in the masses. But this is not the same thing as religious faith, which amounts to a false leap away from rational scientific knowledge to a realm which, by definition, is unknown and unknowable to man, and which, in reality, does not exist. The communist principle of relying on, having faith in the masses, is the exact opposite of this. It is based on an analysis of the real world as it actually is, materialism, and as it develops through the struggle of opposing forces, and basically through the internal contradictions within things, in nature and society. Dialectics, end quote. In what respects is it rational to have faith in the masses? As infallible? As omniscient? As inevitably triumphant in every battle? No, none of these. But we can identify several respects in which communists have fully justified rational faith in the masses. Number one, we have faith in the masses as the makers of history. The struggles of the masses may be successful or unsuccessful in this or that battle. But history shows that the masses of people have the power to fundamentally change society and that only the masses have this power. It was the power of the masses, under bourgeois leadership to be sure, which destroyed Western feudalism and gave rise to capitalism. And the Bolshevik Revolution, the Chinese Revolution, and other 20th century proletarian upsurges have already demonstrated, even if these advances were later temporarily reserved, that it is the masses, this time under proletarian leadership, who will destroy bourgeois society and institute communism. Number two. We have faith in the ability of the masses to grasp proletarian revolutionary ideas and to organize themselves with the help of communist leadership. We don't view the masses as all-knowing and already possessing all truth, but we have faith that the combination of their experience and our hard work and agitation and education, if we do it correctly, will result in great changes in the ideas and organization of the masses. Number three, and we have faith in the wisdom of the masses, in their ability to create and discover means to advance the class struggle, as well as the struggle for production and for scientific knowledge. The masses originate a constant stream of ideas about what to do, some good, some not so good. Communists have faith in the masses as, by far, the greatest source of the raw material of ideas, which when processed with the aid of Marxism-Leninism-Maoism, results in the most rational program of action. The rational basis for this faith is the same as the two previous elements of faith, namely actual real-life experience. The masses have over and over proved they have this wisdom and creative ability whenever revolutionary leaders were themselves wise enough to seek it out and utilize it. It is, of course, possible to have various kinds of irrational faith in the masses, which is completely akin to religious faith. Anarchists have faith that the masses can wage victorious struggle without organizing themselves and without the leadership of a proletarian party, despite a wealth of disastrous experience to the contrary. Bourgeois populists have faith in whatever ideas happen to prevail among the masses at a given time. Again despite any number of cases which show that, at times, the majority can be very badly mistaken. On the other hand, there are also revolutionaries who lack the rational faith in the masses which they should have. Many terrorists lack faith in the ability of the masses to make revolution, and therefore step forward in a vainglorious and foolhardy attempt to make revolution for them. But it is the third element of rational faith mentioned above, faith in the wisdom and ideas of the masses, which is most often lacking among revolutionaries, and which when lacking prevents any real appreciation and application of the mass line on their part. Sectarian dogmatists don't have faith in the wisdom of the masses, don't recognize that the masses do have some very important ideas about how to advance the struggle, and are therefore completely unable to make use of those ideas. Anybody who lacks faith in the wisdom of the masses will never be able to understand, much less use, the mass line. Okay, and that wraps up our reading for the day of chapter 6, Have Faith in the Masses. Let's start off with asking who exactly we are supposed to have faith in, right? Because we're supposed to have a firm faith not in just anybody or the masses in any way defined, but a firm faith according to the revolutionary class line. So it's not in the petty bourgeois that we have faith, you know, political theoreticians, philosophers, prophetic religious leaders, or small business owners, nor do we have faith in a marginalized group because of their preferences or identity or orientation. Revolutionary faith is not an abstract Trust the oppressed or trust the marginalized way of understanding faith. In the U.S., because we are a settler colonial capitalist society, we have faith first in the proletariat, most of whom are nationally colonized here. Adding uh, to this even more, because we are an imperialist metropole, we primarily have faith in the colonized proletariat more than uh, other sections of the proletariat namely working class settlers like myself, because white workers are more likely to have access to life of a uh, of the labor aristocracy than nationally colonized workers are. I think this is both a dialectical and concrete way of understanding who our basic masses are. But beyond the proletariat, we must also have faith in the part of the petty bourgeois who if properly organized and educated will side with the proletariat not with the bourgeoisie so while other forms of oppression co-determine the composition of each class faith must be had in accordance to a revolutionary class line and the objective relations of a situation so our three main forces in the us determining the composition and conditions of the working class being capitalism settler colonialism and imperialism next I wanted to think about the relationship between faith and practice right so we need to correctly understand what it means to have faith as communists in the masses because we cannot have correct practice without correct faith and incorrect faith will lead to incorrect practice so there's the rightist error as the author mentioned right it's irrational perhaps religious, uh, populist. And uh, we would also name the right revisionist faith that comes along that. And all of these uh, kind of errors in faith and thinking and understanding lead to errors in practice and rightist errors. Then there's the leftist error, which is basically the absence of faith. you know the lack of faith in the masses. Um, and this comes as a left revisionism as well, and so there's the rightist kind of faith that is irrational, religious, populist, um, or even you know Marxist in name, but has revised the revolutionary science. And then there's the leftist error, which uh, tends to uh, manifest in and practice that abandons or alienates. Uh, uh, The masses, you know, it tries to transform the world without uh, a deep link and trust and dependence upon the people. And then, of course, there the mass line would be rational. The mass line would be uh, scientific. And this is the revolutionary communist kind of faith. That avoids the rightist error of irrationality, that avoids the leftist error of abandoning or or trying to wage revolution without the masses. And ultimately, this uh, correct faith leads to uh, correct practice. The next point I thought I'd make uh, were the, the three truths that uh, the author pointed out to us. The truths of the rational, the scientific, and the revolutionary communist kind of faith. Number one is that the masses are the makers of history because of their objective position in a society's process of production and distribution. Again, you know, there's a a liberal tendency to kind of talk about the general, uh, to generalize and abstract the oppressed or the marginalized. No, we are talking concretely and specifically and objectively about a people in a particular situation and, and in real relations to or within a process of production and distribution. So again this is uh this is scientific and and rational faith as opposed to uh, an irrational abstract faith. Number 2 we have faith in the ability of the masses to understand and grasp proletarian revolutionary ideas. I've said it before on this podcast I'll say it again. If someone does not truly believe in ordinary people when they go out organizing. they are going to be the shittiest organizer, right? They're not going to be able to organize ordinary people and uh, who are presently non-revolutionary. It won't happen. and and this really needs to be combated uh, within our organizations if there are people who who genuinely uh, do not believe in uh, the people. Again, not in an abstract way, and an irrational way, but on a scientific basis. And number three, we have faith that the masses have ideas that the party or, you know, revolutionary organization presently needs to investigate, collate, and synthesize and then turn into programs through which the masses can then materialize, right? So these ideas move from being... Uh, immaterial to being materialized through practice. Uh, But also, I I would say that the masses have other ideas and other knowledge that revolutionaries uh, or a party really do need to uh, understand and learn from, else we're, we're basically doomed without. So, essentially, we have faith that the masses have ideas that the slightly advanced need to understand. And so, I'd like to wrap up this episode on having faith in the masses by saying that it does not matter what you feel one day or the next. The correctness or incorrectness of our faith is not dependent upon whether we're feeling optimistic or pessimistic, you know, nihilistic or, or uh, hopeful about the future. The historical fact that, if organized and educated the masses and the masses alone can fundamentally transform nations and the world is what this faith is based upon. And because the masses are the only ones who can do this, we must give our lives to developing the activity and consciousness of the people and depend upon them because it is both the only way to end class society, which produces such great suffering and misery and injustice and is the only way of preventing the premature end to human existence on this planet. So if one does not have revolutionary faith in the masses, then one cannot be a revolutionary communist. Okay, that's all I got for this section or this episode. Uh, Thank you for everyone who does iTunes and, and Spotify ratings and reviews helps boost the show huge appreciation check out the extra resources uh they're free on patreon thank you to everyone who's contributing a couple months a uh, a couple bucks a a month that's really really helpful and uh, to all who have shared this podcast with other comrades this podcast is just getting started and um, I really appreciate being able to learn along with listeners all right we'll talk soon